I, I think I can remove the washing machine sounds. I, hope. I can't hear it. I you can't know. hear it. Oh, thank God. Okay. Let's oh. see what I'm going to say because I never know what I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Hello. Welcome to uh, another episode uh, featuring uh, myself, uh, Fiona, and Alina. We're both founding members of Upskilling for Change. Um, in the last episode, we talked a little bit about um, family and work. Um, Today, I wanted to talk to Alina a little bit about um, her teaching methods. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to ask you really just to, to kind of explain quite freely what, what it is you do, because you teach through stories, right? Um, which is an idea that I absolutely love, um, but I would just like to hear a little bit more about it, um, how it came about, how long you've been doing it, um, how it works exactly um so how you kind of plan your classes around this this idea um yeah. okay yeah. so first hello thank you for having me uh yes so i there are different ways uh, that you can use stories in your teaching or in your learning um how i came up with this idea was when i started learning german and i um i came across um um many you know many polyglots people who are learning languages and uh you know listening to all of them i i found i think i found Oli richards that he was talking a lot about, about story learning and i tried to incorporate uh, stories in my learning with german and i found it fun like um I didn't feel the pressure of like studying. It didn't feel like studying. It was more like having fun with the language. So uh, this is how I came up with uh, this in my stories. Um, I also had like a breakthrough moment with my son when um, we used to read uh, in English um, in the evening. So I most of the time I would read to him in English. Uh, and... Um, so at one at one time, one time when it was the pandemic, he was five back then, mm. and um, I'm not going to go into details, but he didn't want to use the oh. toilet. So we had like a, we started like a ritual oh. where we read in English every oh. time he uh, he needed to use the toilet. So I made him sit there and I would read to him. Oh, so, that's a nice <laughs> idea. <laughs> and yeah, so that kind of become like a ritual because he always wanted me to read so at one point he so he was five I read one book to him and he told me I can read this book so he couldn't read because here children start reading at around six so he didn't know any letters and especially not in English and he said I can read this book and I said I don't believe you let's show me and he he began reading the book like he knew the book <gasps> by heart because every time I read to him it wasn't just reading we were discussing images pictures I would ask questions like yes or no questions uh mm. and this is what we did like most of the evenings with the books and he read that book and I was like I can't believe this so he said but I can read more books and I said okay I'm gonna bring you more books and I counted 12 books that he could read so oh it was my like word. The, that's yeah. incredible 
exactly. And it was like the first breakthrough moment that I realized, oh my God, like stories do work. Like even if you, like we didn't practice uh, during the day. Like the, the only thing we did was reading in English before bedtime, one or two books, short books, mostly focusing on images, you know, me reading the lines and that's, mm. that was all. So I uh, I started doing that with my students. So how, like, I, I'm just going to talk about one way of doing it or one method that oh. I like using was with read alouds from YouTube. Um, oh, okay. Because, yeah, I think reading and listening at the same time is a really effective method when you're learning a language, especially when you, because I teach mostly young learners, um, and they need to use all the skills in class, like they need to read, write, speak, you know, and um, with, uh, so I usually use read alouds from YouTube. I choose a story that I find interesting. And the first thing I do is we look at the title of the picture. Um, uh, so at the cover and we discuss the cover for example mm -hmm. if there is a girl with her grandpa eating a pancake we are going to just discuss you know the the cover like what is happening what are they eating what other uh foods do you know do you like pancakes what do you like so we just go deep into the topic without them knowing the topic of the book uh just discussing the cover and making them interested you know mm -hmm. Yep. on what yep. we are going to read so kind and of get, then, getting them curious about what's exactly. going to be inside yeah. the book mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then we are going through the book uh page by page yeah. but don't read like what i'm going to do what i'm doing is we are looking at pictures and i'm going to we are going to discuss the pictures i'm asking questions using the content of the story, but without reading and without them knowing that the words or the vocabulary or the grammar is from the page. So mm. engage them in the story, like uh, where is the boy going now? Do you think he's going to school or he's going to play a game? Uh, what game is he playing? Like maybe it's a picture with a boy going somewhere and we are. I'm trying to uh, introduce the story without reading it but using the vocabulary that it's it's in the story or the grammar and we mm. do this with the we discuss every page like this I'm asking questions yes or no questions sometimes open questions that they can see the answer oh. on the page but we are not reading the story oh. they just give the answer because maybe they they also read or you know notice some words so um, what I do it is I make the story really comprehensible. I use the vocabulary in the story before we read it, you know. And then after, so when we finish the story, we just relax and listen to the story, watch the story. And because you see the story and you also hear it, it also takes a lot of pressure off the student, off me as well, because I don't have to read it. We just listen to the native speaker pronouncing it you know mm -hmm. and uh, it takes the pressure off the student because they don't have to read words that they don't know you know most of the times there's if you read stories or in text there are many words that you don't know how to pronounce and you get okay. stuck on pronouncing them that you miss the meaning of the story or you miss the story yeah, so, so it becomes a block in the, mm -hmm. in the story mm. yeah and uh, so we just uh, listen to the story you know and um, 
I uh, usually send this as a homework, like, you know, as a homework, because I teach them how to shadow reading. So they practice at home shadowing the story and they record like a fragment or a fa or a page or the whole story if they want to. Usually the stories are five, 10 minutes long, not more. And uh, mm -hmm. so I come up with different ways of practicing what we do in that story. And, and I find it themselves. A, yeah, uh, they record themselves and they send me audio messages. That's good. That's and good yeah, what what I what I like about this method is they don't need me to be there with them to correct them. You know, mm -hmm. I try to teach them how to do it, how to like, uh, how to shadow, yeah. pause, record. You know. Practice yeah. your pronunciation, listen to yourself. Yeah. And yeah. I remember at one point, uh, yeah. one student told me, oh my God, I had to record this 16 times oh because it was like, it didn't sound well. And I congratulated the student because the student practiced 16 times, you know, without yeah. knowing. <laughs> a I... lot of people would have given up, I think. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you tell a student, please practice 16 times and then send me a recording, they won't do it. But if you tell them, just record yourself, they will see and try to fix their mistakes on their own. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's that's also practice. And also, mm -hmm. uh, they are not mm -hmm. confident that they can pronounce all the words. So when you hear and you have access to the original audio, you can listen to it as many times as you want practice it you know and yes. so I'm trying to give them techniques on how to improve using stories and using uh, yeah mm. using audios as well mm. why, why I chose this method is because when you don't live in an English-speaking country it's difficult mm. to have access to English books uh, but on YouTube you can find almost anything that you want like yeah famous authors, famous books, books that they read in their native language or they have read and now they can read them in English. They don't mm. even have to read them because there is someone reading for them, you know, and they can practice it in different ways. Yeah, yeah, you can do you can do it in many ways, you know, like it's it's kind of just um like taking a book, like a storybook, um, and really just breaking it down into just the, the smallest smallest parts like you said just first of all before you even open the book taking time to discuss what's on the cover you know make predictions about what's going to be in the book raise curiosity um you know and then kind of listen to the book then work through the you know discuss each page of the book with the pictures um until finally they reach a point where they they've actually read the book and you know fully ingested the the whole the whole story multiple times and, and really engaged with the story as well mm -hmm. um and I guess they're kind of almost learning by accident through that <laughs> through that process exactly. uh, I uh, once had a book about uh, homes types of homes mm -hmm. and there were all types there was a story but the, but in the story there were all types of uh, homes like a yurt I don't know if you know what a yurt is it's oh I think yeah, tell me. I think I've heard of it. It's kind of a tent, but okay. it look, it's a bit bigger. It's like a house, you know. Mm -hmm. So the story had different types of homes, and it was interesting even for me. Like even even these books are designed for children. They don't only teach the language, but they 
teach you so many things like general knowledge you know about so many things mm. and um what uh, like so for example if my if the book is about homes i can also um do activities like learning more about homes so you can you can just have the book as a as a beginning of something you know and start from there yeah yeah and of course stories are a great way to to teach values as well and to teach about people in other places and and how they live um different ways of living so mm -hmm. it's you know there's that's a huge yeah. bonus as well I um, I once had a story it's called spoon and it was about a spoon who kept comparing herself with the other utensils like oh. what the knife can do what the uh, fork can do you know how chopsticks can do a better job and like it was at the end we discussed how we sometimes feel and how we compare ourselves with other people but everyone has its own role and it's important and it's designed for something so yeah i i, yeah. I think you can have fun with stories and learn a lot about about yourself about the world I think that's brilliant i think that's fantastic <laughs> so so roughly so what kind of age uh, ages are you working with with this method um so i'm doing it with my son who is 5 mm -hmm. but you know i'm not um, I can say that I'm teaching him, but uh, I usually work with children from seven. So six, seven, if they know, if they know how to read, like it's not important to know how to read because there are ways, even if they don't know how to mm -hmm. read, but it's good because they can listen to the story and read at home. So from seven to 12, 13. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. But it works with adults. Like I tried it with adults, with uh, with stories like chapter books. You know, um, mm. it's just difficult to you know to keep changing the story with every student because I need to read all the all the stories. Course, yeah, and you need, we need to prepare, <laughs> need to come up with ideas. You know, yeah. so that's the hard part. I have plans on how to do it like in groups because I think it would be more effective if I didn't have to read, uh, you know, uh, a new story for every student. <laughs> mm. But uh, I, I think that would work really nicely with groups, actually. Lo lots of activities that you could do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I tried, for example, once with Little Prince, with Little Prince, and it was amazing. Like we did one chapter every week. And we could extract a lot of things out of it, you know, but I had to prepare. I had to read about, you know, more, more, read more, read extra so I can understand a bit better, mm. you know, so I, yeah, so it, it was great. Yeah, I think you can do a lot of things with uh, stories and books. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much for explaining it and describing it. And it sounds really, really lovely. It sounds like a very... A lovely way to teach, but also a really nice way to learn as well. If so, if somebody has listened to this and they would like to talk to you more about it, or they have a, you know, seven to thirteen year old that they think, oh, you know, this this would be a great teacher. Um, are you teaching at the moment? Is there a way that they can get hold of you? Is there something you want to tell them about? 
Yeah, they can contact me on Instagram, English with Stories, English dot with dot stories. And uh, yeah, but don't just say hi, just say that you've listened to this podcast or something. So I know. Right. Yeah. So just send uh, send Alina a message if you if you have listened to this and you like it and you want to to talk to her more about it, then um, yes, Instagram English dot with dot stories or just comment underneath this and and we'll we'll forward on the message um so thank you thank you very much again for for your time and, and talking about this and um yeah I know you said just before we started recording that oh I don't know what I'm gonna say but I think I think you explained it perfectly so um, <laughs> yeah thank you thank you anything else you want to add before we finish yeah just try you can try this out <laughs> try to find the read aloud uh, and try to follow this method. Try to look at the pictures. Try to think about the pictures. Try to see what words uh, you don't know. Then practice shadowing with the story, and you know, keep reading because that 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 is what matters. To, to keep to read as much as you can, uh, even if you don't do much with the story. Like if you keep reading it, you're gonna make progress. Yeah. You know what I really like about this method as well? I, I saw something uh, posted by a teacher on Instagram recently about um, the two approaches to your learning, whether whether you're learning with curiosity or whether you're learning constantly kicking yourself that your English isn't good enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think this method really promotes the learning with curiosity. Uh, you know, it takes out the the rush out of it. You know, the 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 panic to kind of get better quickly and it, it just encourages people to really enjoy the process and, and I, I like that I like that about it yeah because yeah. it's a never-ending you know job yeah thing. <laughs> uh, yeah uh, I've been learning English my whole life I'm still learning it and I'm amazed of how many things I don't know and sometimes yes I do blame myself but there is there is not an end to learning a, a language, even my native language. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think when something is such a a lifetime task, you have to enjoy it. You have to, you can't be it can't be something that you're constantly beating yourself with. You know, you you have to just enjoy it. And I think this is this is a nice way to do that. So, yeah, you yeah. need to find the pleasure in it, like everything in our life. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, so okay well thank you, you very happy. much um and i will finish there but um yeah as i say if any, anyone's listening and you have something that you would like to add um please pop it down in the comments see you next time see you